coming to you live from Parkview Studios. We're in the den tonight. This is the Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together. We just catch up. As always, I am Sal Biazzi, and with me is my brother. Frankie Biazzi. I can't help but feel like we're like the Cuomo brothers. But like... Who's Fredo? (laughs) But like, hopefully a good version. No, I'll be the one who sends thousands of people to die. Okay. And I'll be the idiot news host? Yeah. The propagandist? Which means you're Fredo. Isn't it crazy? It's only taken... I don't want... I didn't want to start here, but I just decided because we're two Italian brothers and the Cuomos have been on my mind so much, I would... I would make that joke, and now we're talking about the, it's the weird Cuomo that, brothers. That's weird that the Cuomos are on your mind so much. Today, they have been today, but maybe we'll get into it a little later. But I do think it's interesting that, uh, yeah, they're so bad. And Well, yeah, but... It's taken, what, I'm, try, I'm trying not to be like, they're so bad. It's like, all everyone's bad. Yes. Like, they're no exception. But they're, they're not worse than any particular Well, I people. would disagree with you there. I think that Andrew Cuomo and his decision with the nursing home that led yeah, to... Yeah, but... Plus... I think a lot of it is just because he's the New York guy. Like, there's definitely someone worse out there who's in charge of a different state, but it's a state that no one talks about. Well, I mean, you could look at states like Massachusetts and... Connecticut and Rhode Island who didn't do particularly well, but they'll never get criticized. Like, like Murphy. New Jersey didn't do great. But New York did especially bad, and California did especially bad. But Murphy bad. did the same shit of sending sick people into nursing homes. But Cuomo's laws were the one that set the tone for the whole country. The other Democratic governors pretty much just followed what Cuomo did. Is this where we're starting? No, it's... Well, you know where I wanted to start? It's obvious, because there's been so much going on this week. Impeachment? No. Baseball? No. Golf. Nope. Jordan Spieth. He's nope. back, baby. I have bugs in my terrarium. Oh, my God. <laughs> For any new followers uh, or listeners to the podcast, a uh, few weeks ago, month, two months ago, I made a terrarium in my back, out of dirt in my backyard, and I've uh, been monitoring it, and I'm happy to report that I have uh, a few different types of species in there. I've reported the worm, and now we have springtails. So uh, Now, I've looked... At the bugs in your terrarium? Yes. They're Very interesting. They're microscopic. Yes. Well, they're not the microscopic. You can see them without a Your whole thing is just fogged up, so you can barely see it. Well, that's the natural condensation cycle. <clears throat> so, I'm not <laughs> impressed with your terrarium. I think it looks My, great. It's a I great put, conversation piece. I put... No, it's not. Don't <laughs> lie to yourself. I think it's great. Don't lie to yourself. How many people, since your terrarium... I have, show it to everyone has, who comes in this house. How many people are actually interested? Most people think it's strange. I rest my case. <laughs> my point was going to be was, two weeks ago, eh, maybe three now, eh, two and a half, Amanda and I set up our arrow garden again, because yeah. we didn't set it up when we moved back uh, to Jersey, and my pepper plants are fantastic, and they're way more interesting than your terrarium. My terrarium is its own... I get it. It's its own ecosystem. Yeah. It can sustain life. <laughs> All right. I think that's pretty cool. But I think it also looks good. No. All right. No, actually, it is kind of cool. I'll... I give you a lot of shit for it, but it is kind of cool. 
Like it just sits there. It's got its like little leaves and its grass and the moss is in there. And if you look at it, it kind of looks like, you know, the layers are pretty interesting. And you wonder what's you know going what? on. See, I don't wonder what's going on, but you know what I think every time I look at it. What? You remember as a kid, if you only had like a birthday party, some parent always brought that one dessert that was like the cup of mud. Yeah. And it had the. It looks like a big jar of that. Yeah, that's what. I want to eat your terrarium because it looks like kids' mud. Wow, work. it's so funny you said that. You want to know why? So we were away this weekend, me and Rachel. You had mud dessert for the first time? No. We, while we were in the room, you know, like, whenever you're away and you're in a hotel room, you're limited to whatever just the hotel TV has. And one of... I, hold on, wait. Yes. Before you, I kind of like that. I do, too. I kind of like being, like, restrained to, like, you know, I can't watch whatever I want. It was today. enjoyable. We yeah. had a nice time. Yeah, okay. But you know what we ended up watching? No. Nope. My Strange Addiction. You ever see that? That show is so fake. I don't care. No it's one great. eats toilet paper. She ate dirt. Like, habitually ate dirt for 35 years. Like, her whole life. And all, and she looked like she looked like someone who eat dirt. Like, what are you doing? Stop eating dirt. Here's my question. Does she yes. get bullied for eating dirt? No. Everyone, because that's the issue. So, I, so, the words didn't leave my mouth. I was like, could you imagine like being someone who maybe like hooked up with her one night? And then you like see bar, on the show she's eating dirt, like, oh, you go brush her teeth. So no sooner did I say that, did they introduce, like, her, her like, fiancé, and he's, like, the most normal-looking, nice man. See, it's his fault. That guy Tell her to stop be, eating dirt. That guy should be berating her <laughs> daily. I'm not one to call for physical abuse, but definitely emotional abuse there. She was like... You need to embarrass her for her habits. They... <laughs> I don't even want to get into it, like you brought how it gross it was. But I will say, what happens? Hold on. Yeah, where is she getting this dirt she, from? Like, like just the ground? Because like there are pebbles, over. but there are pebbles in dirt. Yeah, she's she likes rocks. the pebbles. Ah! she likes the pebbles, and she's like, I'm worried it's gonna break my teeth, but I like the little white pebbles. Does she chew it or just swallow it? She chews it and mushes it. And Does she like sand? It, all of it. No. But it's funny you say that, because the next episode <laughs> literally was sand. someone who liked sand. She ate sand. She put sand on all of her food as like it was a seasoning. You know how horrifying you have the anarchy rule? Yeah. My idea <laughs> is that if you have any sort of addiction or thing like that, you should be murdered. I don't know about murdered. No. Nope. But like, nope. maybe... I think murdered. No, 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 no. That's too harsh, because... Really, I think... You're not... You you don't belong good. in society. No, they're fine. These people no, are fine. They're not fine. See, that <laughs> attitude is why these people exist. <laughs> but, like, I think people should be allowed to eat sand. I just think it's horrifying. Like, watching her do it. I was like, oh my god. Alright, fine. You want to eat sand? Go ahead. Don't go on a TV show broadcasting that you eat sand. How about that? I mean, that's fair, I think. Get that show off TV. <laughs> oh my god. It was so weird that they were on back-to-back. But that's what we did. We just watched uh, My Strange Addiction. My typical show to watch in a uh, hotel. Yeah. And the reason why I'm, I'm thinking of this show is when me and Amanda went to uh, uh, the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon hotel rooms are kind of interesting because they're not like these nice, like, it's not like you're staying at like a Hilton. You're staying at just whatever's in the Grand Canyon. And their TV's got even less channels. But like, Naked and Afraid is on. You're like, we're gonna watch Naked and Afraid for twelve hours, and it's gonna Just be great. Binge watch. Well, I mean, you should do other things. Like, 
You should go see well, no, the like Grand when you Canyon. Get, obviously. Like when you're back in the room at night and you're like, well, we're not going to sleep. We're going to kind of like, screw that Grand Canyon. Naked in the fr- and afraid is on. I miss the Grand Canyon, man. I, I've been, that's one of the places I want to go that I've never it's, been. I was talking about it last week with somebody. And they mentioned the Grand Canyon. Like, ah, I wouldn't enjoy it. And I'm like, well, that's we were, not true. I think anyone would enjoy it. We were just talking about doing a road trip across country. So we'd stop with the, the baby? Grand Canyon. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. I want an Airstream. Would you, like, rent an RV or something? No, I want to buy... we got to find a used one. Why don't... Me and Amanda want to have an RV or a van of some sort that you could, like, do that with? Yeah. I'm in. They're expensive. Why don't we just... All four of us just go in oh, and I'm in. split it? Oh, 100% I'm in. <clears throat> we could go... We could start looking for one. I just cleared my throat. That's all right. But, yeah, I think that... If we started hunting for RVs, and if anyone out there is selling a used RV, hey, if we let find us know. if we find like a, a crappy one, I mean that could be a little project that no, we need you work on. Yeah, I'm definitely on that. We have to get a good engine. Although I did watch a video once of someone who LS swapped the engine in their Winnebago for like a Chevy LS engine. Did it work? Yeah, it was awesome. The thing went like zero to sixty in like <laughs> four seconds. It was crazy. Can you? <laughs> I don't. I know nothing about cars. Yeah. Are there rules to like what you can put in in what cars? Like, can I put a Ferrari engine in my Kia Soul? I think that the technical answer to that is probably yes. Like the practical answer is probably yes, but the actual like answer you can make is it no. Work. Like you can make anything you really want. But like we we see it all the time on like. Uh, but to but like Grand to, Tour, like they do crazy shit. Yeah, but to a certain extent, like if you start doing something, at some point it's not a Winnebago anymore. Like yeah. if you have to put an LS engine in and then put the transmission has to be all different. Exactly. And you have to change. You wind up the, changing so much. It's like well now you just you you just have a Ferrari and it has a Kia Soul body. And it's like, yeah, why do you whatever. want that? And I mean, some people do want that. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was a late way to start. It's not on the Cuomo stuff. No, hold on. Wait, I want to... I have some things I want to talk about. Number one is... Have you seen the new ad for Taco Bell and what they are offering? The horror ad for the nacho fries? No, not the nacho fries. That's all I know. Because I think think we've... You had this idea. Oh. Before. Okay. How frustrating is it when you go to Taco Bell, which is the greatest fast food place on earth, I don't care what anyone says, it's not Chick-fil-A, get out of here with that nonsense. I do like Chick-fil-A. Get out of here with that nonsense. It's good, though. It's overrated, but it is good. I like, I enjoy Chick-fil-A too, but it's overrated. Anyway, that's not the point. Okay. Okay. You go to Taco Bell, Mm -hmm. and for just five bucks, you can get a box. But the box is never, it's, it's very rare that the five dollar box is like exactly what you want. It's like. It's that new item, it's a beefy five layer, it's whatever your items are that you like. Well, 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 Taco Bell finally took note and said, hey, create your own $5 box. Thank the Lord, I think it's genius. Now, the caveat is you have to either order it online or on like an app. It can't just be like when you go, but still. How do you, how do they determine what, is it just like a $5 item menu where you pick like three things from I the I guess so, but menu? I mean, the commercial I saw for it, it was like every item. They were talking about the Crunchwrap Supreme, Cheesy Gordita Crunch, Chalupas, and you can just combine whatever you want to fulfill the requirement. Taco Bell should really just be like an all-you-can-eat buffet. Like, just charge me like $15 and let me see what I could eat. Like, let me just keep going up to the counter. First of all, we have to end COVID. They would have to put put a time limit on it, though. 
Because people would go crazy. They'd talk about would be lose money. <laughs> you have you have one hour. Eat as much as you can. Hey, Taco Bell. And if like, you're listening, I'll try it. I'll and not test for nothing, this idea. Me and you eat a lot of McDonald's yeah. just because convenience and it's like it happens to just be everywhere. Like Taco Bells aren't everywhere. Um, but McDonald's gets lazy in their high horse on their high horse. Like, well, we don't have to change this. We don't have to try. They get cocky. How about a dollar menu fry? What are we doing? It's 2021. I can't get fries for a dollar. How much is a small fry? It's like two nineteen for a small fry. That's very specific, but I'm like almost positive exactly wow. what it is. I could have swore that fries were a dollar. No. Wow. Give me a dollar fry. I I have a such a fondness for McDonald's because I worked there for two years when I was a child, like as a like way really a child. You hated like, it. At the time, but now in hindsight, it was great. Like there was never a job that was like that, but like it was barely a job because I was barely getting paid. Like, when you would see your paycheck for $78, and I felt like I was there my whole weekend. Well, I'm starting to see the other side of that now, though. I've been on the raise minimum wage thing for a while. And, like, seeing now the kids that are at work making $12. Like, $12 is the minimum wage in New Jersey now. And what they're doing. It's like, they're not doing anything. It's 12 bucks, But... More power to them. Like, that's awesome. Good for you. Start a college fund or whatever you're doing. But To be fair, though, and I've, said, I've been saying this, like, it's such a scam. The idea that the minimum wage, the $15 minimum wage is such a rip-off scam. Like, they are, if you are sold on the idea that Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi giving you $15 is doing you anything, is good for you, you're being, you're an idiot. Well, it's, it's the same. Because... At this point, minimum wage, if it's following productivity, should be somewhere around $30. So they're about 10 years late. The fight for 15 began when Occupy Wall Street, where all this stuff still goes back to. And that was 10 years? That was over a decade ago. So, like, they're finally going to give you $15, they're going to pass the bill, and then it'll be $15 in five years. Oh, F you! You just, you just printed... 50% of all the money in the world. Inflation in five years. Who knows what it'll be? And you're saying $15, I should thank you? And you've been putting it off for a decade? These people are criminals. Well, that's the point, though. Is like, <laughs> I say that at the end of everything. These people are criminals. They know that with any type of bill, whether it's a stimulus check, uh, more minimum wage, free college, free health care, we've never... As a society, at least since I've been alive and maybe going back a little bit, like, we've never been given the bill that is exactly what is needed. It's always, like, almost there. Like, $15 an hour is a great start in the grand scheme of, like... It was a great start 10 years ago. Exactly. (laughs) And now here we are, and it's like, well, it's a little too late for $15 an hour. It's way late. And... You're only doing it so that we vote for you. Like, like you're not even doing it up. to like, yeah. Just like the $2,000 check. Like, the $2,000 check that Trump proposed, no one's, okay. No one has given you a stimulus check yet other than Donald Trump. The stimulus check was created and exists only because of Donald Trump. There has never been another political candidate in the history of American politics who has, dis- who 
during their tenure proposed and executed anything like the stimulus check for those, that went into your bank account. Except for now, those fucking Georgia idiots that were like running on the two thousand dollars stimulus but that's check my point. and immediately just like thumb up their ass. But that's my point. Until Trump, this was never a thing, and the only time it's ever actually happened has been while Trump was in office. It hasn't happened under Biden yet. The promise they made is already broken because they said it was going to be $2,000 checks to everyone immediately. They said it was going to be instant. Yes. Like, the first thing they did. Yes. The first thing he did was sign 55 executive fucking orders. Instead, it's $1,400 checks, possibly in March, but not to everyone, maybe to some people. That's crazy. But forget all that. The only point I'm making is that the stimulus check is a half measure. They should at least be guaranteeing everyone in this country some basic security net if we're doing that. If we're doing print money, if the idea now is that we, can just we are print printing money. money, give money to the people. It is the same thing as Occupy Wall Street. In reaction to when they bailed out the banks and the, motor, and the automotive industry, people were furious because the people saw none of that money. Well, yeah. And they it's, never will. It's nice that we got a few stimulus checks, but most of the money that's been printed by our magical bankers in behind the curtains have all gone to private corporations, massive corporations. That includes the money that's gone to small businesses in the form of, you know, those loans and grants. That still pales, pales in but comparison. even those, those loans and grants, you can find, like, big companies got those too. Yes. They, they double-dipped. Yes. So, I mean, that's all <laughs> bullshit. It's all dumb. That's it. But my what I was also going to say... How crazy, though. What I was also going to say, by the way... Yeah, sorry. I got heated there. Is I listen to a lot of different podcasts from a lot of different people. Yes. A lot of different networks of podcasts. Manscaped is an ad on every single podcast. Where the fuck's our Manscaped ad? Well, I think we need more than... Why? Who cares? A hundred listeners. Who cares? Yeah, right? They're on every podcast. I don't want to do ads, though. No, I, I, wanna, I want to listen, do ads. I don't want to ask anyone for money. I don't want any ads. This is my... This is just us. Like, whatever. We're in this for two different reasons. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to ball out with my I mean, Manscaped money. I'll take, I'll take advertisements off the podcast. Though. Like, I'll do, like, promotions, but not, like, via the podcast. Um... I was going to say something, I just immediately forgot it. That's okay. Uh, so, impeachment did happen this week. And I think that the, one of the most amazing things I've ever witnessed in my entire life now of following politics as closely as I follow it happened over the weekend. Uh, j- just so we're all on the same page here. I'm so checked out. No, it's politics. Fine. Like, I don't care anymore. I, don't, I think a lot of people are the like, same. I'm way. so disgusted by everything. Yes. I have no opinions. I don't care. I'm over it. Good. I'm just going to wait for everything to either collapse into ruin or things get better without my help or doing. I think that's And fair. also, baseball's around the corner, and I'm just so fucking locked in, ready to go. So, But let's talk impeachment. Trump's acquitted. So I think it's clear that they're... Yeah, so Trump was acquitted, which is... Funny, because they put off the checks that we were just talking about in order to impeach Donald Trump, which was obviously, it shows their priorities, we understand. But I think we all knew that it wasn't going anywhere, so it was a big waste of time. When and they could have been so, providing relief and while that we're they saying weren't providing. It's a waste of time. People always, on Twitter, on the people I follow, they're always like, oh, it's a waste of time and taxpayer money. Yes. Is our money really, like, 
can we get an actual like write out of how much money gets it costs us to for do that the to happen? Yeah, we can. I'm sure that because so- if someone can give me that number, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Just like there was a comedian, I think maybe 15 years ago, he, who wrote the joke about taxes, and I he, he didn't like taxes unless he can get an itemized receipt. Like, what are my taxes? What are you doing with my money? Because like. What other what other store do you go to that's like, you take my money and then I don't know what I got for that money? Yeah. We that, get what that. is that, Bill Hicks or something? No. I don't know who it is. I don't remember. But I remember that bit fondly. I mean, it's true. And it's time that they could have spent doing a million other things. That Joe Biden... A law hasn't been passed. Like, nothing has gone through Congress or Senate because they've been so busy trying to get back at the president that I think is... Don't worry, man. Who who needs to pass bills, laws, when you have the power of puppet master Joe Biden just signing executive orders? That guy wakes up, sits at his desk, and just starts signing executive orders that he doesn't write or think of. Did you see the video I sent you of him wandering around I want to talk about that. Okay, so I'm going to describe it. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. It really is so sad. I, 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 I hate using the word hate. And you know why it works, by the way? What? Because I walk away from that view going, Joe Biden's kind of a cool dude. <laughs> it's like, but he's not. It's like, that's just, that's how they portray him. Like, if they would have done anything like that with Trump, it would have been the same thing. But they didn't. No. Deliberately. Yes. But it... I don't think that's how Joe Biden comes off because I think he comes off a little bit like a rambling lost old man, especially at the end when he's just standing there starting to tell. He literally is like a grandfather. Like yeah. he comes, I mean, he's which grandpa Joe. is what people are looking for. But it's so horrifying watching the journalists. They can't ask him a single question about anything of well, any relevance. He, he's not going to have an answer. Of course, his fucking uh, press secretary doesn't have answers. It's like you think he's going to have answers? No. The person who's paid to give answers doesn't have any. So it's a video of Joe Biden and Jill Biden. It's from C-SPAN. There's a gaggle of reporters out. They're on the front lawn. There's new, like, Valentine's Day decorations out there, which have been memed into existence. The most hilarious stuff, like pictures of them in front of the hearts with, like, Hunter loves crack <laughs> in the in the hearts and all bu- a whole bunch of hilarious things, like China. Oh, like, just, like, great things. Great things. Terrible things, but hilarious things. Um, so he wanders out with Jill Biden, who's the actual, I guess, president. president yeah. By, like, in terms of who's the most capable person in a position of authority, I guess. I don't know if she's actually making any decisions either. But, whoa. Frank just broke my couch. I think I just couch. broke your couch. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to turn out on the audio. Oh, it definitely will. I can see it. I can see the spike. So Jill and Joe are then approached by reporters who then, of course, you remember when Trump would step outside and the reporters would yell at him like, like fucking hyenas? Like, deranged How could you do that to the kids in the lunatics? cages? Instead, these are like, oh, um, oh, Joe! Miss Joe! Joe! Mr. What kind of dog Mr. is President, that, Joe? Mr. Pre- oh my gosh, Mr. President! Joe, where'd you get that leather jacket? Oh, Mr. President, do you want some coffee? Oh, where'd you get that? Is that coffee warm? Oh my god. And they just listen. Because, and that's it's like it's the most. It's almost like a bunch of grandchildren are have like got to grandpa's house. Like they all got this, there at the same time, and they're like, it's now just time to like. But have this is story my issue. Time. This is my issue. It really is not about Joe Biden or no. 
it's not even really about Republican Democrat. I hoped that if you're someone who cares about politics and you're a Joe Biden supporter, how can you watch that video and not feel like you're an idiot being played? Like legitimately, like you you watched Trump, like not you specifically. I'm talking like that person. Those people watched the four years of Trump and what the media did. You can't tell me you didn't. How could you then watch that and be like... They justify everything. Right? And they go, well, well, this is... Trump was you're, so bad, you're a, it he is deserved pop, that kind of treatment. And Joe Biden is... Man. Listen, Trump was so bad, he deserved that type of treatment by the media. He needed to be held accountable because all he did was lie and all he did was, you know, evil things like keep kids in cages and and steal from the poor and you know literally murder transgender people like all those things that Trump literally did cuz he was Hitler and Joe Biden is so good and decent and wholesome that he can be trusted with all of our with everything and he doesn't need to be held accountable like in fact people... the media need to protect him from dangerous right wing conspiracy theories and insurrections we talked about this weeks ago like when it was <laughs> Joe Biden actually taking office and the amount of people i saw on instagram tweeting like uh or posting like oh feels so good to finally have someone in office with sympathy and a heart. And it's like, you don't come off as anything other than the biggest fucking idiot on the planet. You have no brain. You have no actual intelligence when coming to anything. And it drives me insane. Which is why it's I'm telling dishonest, you, I'm so, I'm so detached from everything now. Because I just don't want to be involved. I know. I mean, that's definitely... Like, at some point, there, I feel like we're just not even going to talk about politics on this podcast because I'm not going to have any idea what's going on. And I'm, I'll I'm looking you. forward to that. I'll update you on certain things. But I, I think that... All right, so we didn't even touch on impeachment because we just went off on a tangent. But, like, I will update you on certain things like impeachment. Okay, so impeachment, you said the day was, like, the great... Not today. Yesterday was, like, the greatest thing you've ever witnessed. So I've Explain watched, it to me. Okay. I've been watching politics for a very long time. from memes on Twitter. And... It's funny because we've now had these two impeachments in the span of a year that have both been destined to fail. And, I mean, what people, I think, miss a lot when discussing impeachment is how, really, it shouldn't be used as a political weapon and how, obviously, blatantly, deliberately, it was absolutely used against Trump as an absolute political weapon. The Democrats never had a chance of impeaching him on either. Nope. In either case, they didn't really even try to build. But it doesn't a case. matter because it, it didn't matter. Well, you're painting him with the brush of impeachment. Who cares if he ever actually gets found guilty? And that's so sad and dangerous. It's and a the bad precedent, precedent that's yeah. now been set is incredibly harmful. Well, that's why I'm here saying let's impeach Joe Biden. Why not? If we and, can just impeach anybody. And we're at this point now where. Trump's now won these two impeachment battles, but the Democrats really should be embarrassed. Like, if we had any real political astuteness in the electorate, if we were actually paying attention as an American person, forget Trump. Like, I'm so over Trump. I don't want to hear the name Trump. Forget Donald Trump. Donald Trump is gone. He is done. This country is in the hands of wolves. Like, and people and people are like, and you'll see it on online, like, like, well, we have to protect him so he doesn't run in 2024. I'm not vote. I don't want Trump running in 2024. The dude's gonna be 80 years old. If we have a country in 2024, we'll be lucky if we get to vote for anyone. 
Well, that's, I don't think that's true. I think that's a little hyperbolic. But yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, if the elections matter... I, well, they don't. Alright. So, the Democrats, in this trial now, had not built a case. And as soon as Trump's defense attorneys got on there, they absolutely made the defense team look like fools. I watched every single minute of this trial. But regardless of whether or not the 47 Republicans were ever going to vote with the Democrats on impeaching Donald Trump is not the point. Because the Democrats couldn't just take the L when they got to Saturday, uh, yesterday, which was Saturday, yeah, mm. and just vote to end it. So there was a media report about this woman who spoke not to Trump, but to Kevin McCarthy about Trump on January 6th, which they called out Insurrection Day. And I keep saying, like, I wish it were an insurrection. Like, if it were a coup, we would know. Correct. The coup happened. The coup really did happen. We are now a banana republic, oligarchy, technocratic, kleptocracy. We are everything but a democracy. We are everything but a republic. It's fine. That's what we are. We just have to live in reality. A coup happened, but it wasn't the few hundred people who clashed with police in a way that was way less intense than Antifa and Black Lives Matter have across the country over the past years. But so it's, it's fine. But it's the Capitol building, dude. That's where it should be. <laughs> Go every time you want to protest, if we all did it at the Capitol building, something would be done. Yeah, because... Be Look like what they did. They put fences and 30,000 troops there and they're not taking them away. It's an occupied state because they know they don't have any legitimacy. Correct. Okay, so regardless, what did the Democrats do? Okay, the Democrats launched this impeachment they knew was destined to fail, and then on the whims of one CNN article, decided to give the Senate the opportunity to hear witnesses. Now, the Democrats always want to have their cake and eat it too, so they believe that, the, that their vote would just be for one witness. Doesn't work like that. You don't get to just open this process up to your select... That's not a case. That's not a court of just, like, interviewing one person's account and then saying, see what this one person said about what she heard from someone who spoke to Trump when there's hundreds of people who actually spoke to Trump that day who you could talk to, or hundreds of people who were actually involved in planning the security of what went on that day who you could talk to. No, you don't just get to interview the one person that CNN interviewed. You got to interview everybody. And that was Trump's lawyer's point and the Republican senator's point. So they have the vote thinking that the Republican senators were going to hand stand firm together and just move right to the acquittal. And then they would be able to say the same thing that they said at the end of the first impeachment that the Republicans don't want to see your witnesses. They don't want the truth because they're, you know, they're all dramatic. They have no substance, anything. Well, what happens? The Republicans have no unity. They have no conformity. They're a mess. The Republicans suck. Mitt Romney is a Democrat. Murkowski is a Democrat. Collins is a Democrat. So now whether or not the Democrats knew that they were going to vote yes and get the one witness, I don't care. Because when they got the one witness, it opened the door to all the witnesses. And all Trump's team had to say was, we're calling Nancy Pelosi. And then Kamala Harris. And then... We're going to call everybody. We're calling everyone. Whoa. Whoa, never mind. They shit their pants. And they immediately were like... In public. We're going to go right to the vote. There is no political justification for how they fumbled that football. 
and they get protected at every turn and even their base understands how bad that looked and the optics of that but it's not just the optics it goes to show how unserious they were about the whole process but this so we can talk about it but i can't get away from this idea that like the democrats are these golden gods they are so untouchable. It does not matter. Like, when you have this much on your side, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how badly you fuck up. Because no one actually knows that you fucked up. Because the, the media is not going to let the average person know that you fucked up. Because they run cover for them 24-7. So it's this entire industry that works to for the Democratic establishment. It's like... But it's so, it's so broad... Yeah, because it doesn't matter. That's why it's so broad. Think We've about, been saying that for a while now. How yeah. broad, how blatant their corruption is. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like for McConnell to vote against Donald, to vote for Donald Trump, and then to go stand up in front of the country and then say like, dude, fuck yeah, but McConnell. Donald Trump really did it, dude. Fuck McConnell. Like, like these people are not. Fuck them all. On any one side, who's a person who wants America to succeed? Like you can't tell me you support people like. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Lindsey Graham and McConnell and then also tell me that you want this country to do well. These people have been in charge for a long time and the country is not doing well. You can't tell me you support Joe Biden and tell me you also believe that he's going to be a good president because of X, Y, and Z when you can look at the things he actually did. His entire voting record, his past presidential runs, his history of accusations from a million people, and what's documented on film of his behavior. And just tell me that this man is suitable. It's not true. So you're just reactionary and emotional. You really dislike Donald Trump. That's fine. But you didn't understand why Donald Trump came to power. You don't understand why Donald Trump has a loyal base of support. And you know what? It's because Donald Trump is an outside force you know in a very corrupt system that is they're not of everything, and they're not going to understand what happens next. They're not going to understand. They're not going to see it coming. Somehow, no. they're not going to see it coming. Correct. Which is crazy. I don't like talking about like personal conversations and stuff, but I, I was talking to a loved one. Okay. And they don't see it coming. They really don't. Like they don't see the potential for like a real civil war. Well, I don't. What, even, let's not even say the word civil war because no, I but, want to say the word civil war, and the reason why I want to say it is because like, I don't think people understand like how realistic. Like seriously, but look at what's going on. It's so fragile. Everything is so fragile. We take it for granted. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be a civil war in the sense that I think you think it'll be, or we like saying civil war implies like okay, we're gonna have the North and South Army, but that's not what's gonna happen. No. The country will collapse inward and fragment. It's like, it, I don't know what it'll look like. We're going to go to like this weird tribalist society. Where like, where no one, at some point, right, like, people will, people already have. People have already lost their faith in any sort of government. So, at what point do uh, people as a collective start to say, well, fuck this. I like... These are my these are my thoughts. These are my beliefs, and these people also have these thoughts and beliefs, right? Like we saw it with um, at this point you have right like you have your Black Lives Matter Democrats, you have your progressive Democrats, you have your uh, establishment Democrats, you have the Proud Boys, you have what's what what's the one we watched the video on? What are those guys? The the guy was on Jimmy Dore doing the interview. Boogaloo. You have the Boogaloo Boys, like. 
there's all these different fractions of people who are like, this country is so diverse and so large. And no, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, whoever it is, they don't represent an ounce of the people's actual viewpoints. So my idea of the Civil War is like it just everyone's going to fraction off, find their own like little followings, and start living their own lives. But you don't know... But we don't know how... I, I just think that it, it's not going to be a civil war. It'll be, a, it'll be a societal collapse. There'll be different aspects of the country that'll probably remain pretty strong. Like maybe a place like California or Texas will remain its own country with, that remains relatively unchanged. Meanwhile, parts of the country are barren wastelands. Who knows? Like it'll be very different. It'll be very different. If something like... Ha- if we lost federal cent- centralization because of civil disruption and unrest. Now, I think that we're dealing with people who really have justified everything. They're going to justify everything. They see us, the others, the people who don't support the... You're a radical. Yeah. So they see us as, you know... You're a radical domestic terrorist. In some eyes. And that's scary because... Right on mainstream news, you have people like Nicole Wallace, who were literally, who was literally the propagandist who led us into the Iraq War, and people like John Brennan, who was literally the head of the CIA, saying things like, maybe we need to drone strike radical extremists domestically, and they're talking about people like me and you, who believe in a president like Donald Trump, who understand the fragility of the election systems and how easy it was Which is why my to point. manipulate the vote once you change election laws and manipulate information channels, which they admit to doing. Which is my point that I don't think – I think a civil war in whatever that means, whether it's your old school violent north-south type thing. It's or not, It won't be that. How do we know, dude? What is to stop tomorrow? You waking up, you're, you have a child on the way, you have your own life, your own house. What's to stop tomorrow a fucking FBI agent knocking on your door and – but taking, that's taking you away because your family called the, but called that's the FBI not, on you because you were a radical cult following Q follower. But that's not that gonna, shit is happening all over and li- it's gonna keep happening. Listen, but that's not gonna lead to a civil war. That's oh, not okay. gonna lead to a north south split. That's not what this is. That's not what this is. You, that's, Obviously, it's you not gonna need, be north south. You you're not gonna have regiment regimented armies like that. You're not gonna have it. Now, you might have some fractions of the military, because, like, Joe Biden, one of the first things... The Pentagon, essentially, has, has now been commandeered directly by Raytheon and Lockheed Martin. Like, the appointees that Joe Biden put into the Pentagon are essentially Raytheon themselves. So, like, it's cool to have those people theoretically running the Pentagon, but in practice, it's going to be horrific. The first things they decided to do is put a freeze on the military to vet all these people... To see who's too into Trump, who liked Q too much, who follows Pepe the Frog a little too hard, who has too many OK symbols and are now obviously white nationalists. This is an extremist ideology that has taken over. They are dominating our culture and they are now going to purge the military. You may see factions of trained maybe former military or current military who branch off and go against the state. There are but these that's militias, very different. But there are these militias all over the country already. Yes. But if it comes down to it, it's not going to look like what it ever looked like before because you're dealing with you're dealing with But this is what I said before. And maybe you're missing it too. Like 
at, during the Civil War, it's not like everyone was fighting the Civil War. There's still people in their homes just doing their, like, their daily life while a war was happening. Yeah. That shit's gonna happen. No, I know, but I don't think you're... I don't think the warfare we're talking about is gonna look... It's not... No, of course not. It's not of gonna be not. with... It might... It's gonna be guerrilla tactic in a lot of ways, Correct. but it's gonna be so different. Like, you're talking about... It's fourth generation warfare. Tim Pool talks about it all the time. But it's not even that, because... The the mechanisms that'll take. It's gonna be a soft power, like it's it takes too. It's more soft power. That's all there is to it. Like it's got to be countercultural. It's not. That's not gonna happen. It's gonna have to. It's impossible to happen. They have too much, and that's why I think. Then it'll have to. Then it'll get really bad before it rebounds, and then it won't be a civil war. It'll be a genocide. We'll see. Yeah. Well. I mean, this is all way down the line. It's way too dark. It's not necessarily... I don't think it's that far down the line. It definitely is. Like, it's not tomorrow. No, but I don't think it's like 20 years from now. It's closer to 20. It's happening already. It's been happening. But it's not... Listen. Everything has ebbs and flows to it. So, like, don't be reactionary. Like You, you just said... You haven't been following along. No. What happened yesterday with the Democrats just shows how incompetent the people who are in charge are. So, like, while you you think, okay, the deck is stacked against you, you still have to execute and be politically expedient. And these people aren't. They show their hands at every turn. But it's not them. I don't give a fuck about them. Because they have proven time and time again that they're awful. What I care about are the people online that... For most of the people online, it's not Sal, authentic. you spend your entire fucking day arguing with people online. You a lot see of the it. Time. You yeah. see these people. But a they lot will of them never agree real. with you. Sure. Ever. Yeah. They think you're a fucking deranged lunatic. That's okay. They're allowed to think that. They don't hurt me. That's okay. They make fun of my poems sometimes. That's okay. But at the end of the day, as long as they remember we're still a country... That's working together. They don't. Do you see what these people... Do you, do you really see what these people want? Like, I feel like you don't. I do. This I is what understand. pissed me off about the impeachment. And this is why like, I'm angry. Yesterday when the impeachment shit happened, you're saying like, even their own base sees that they're, that they're incompetent. No, they fucking don't. They were online going crazy. Like, this is unbelievable. Yes. These Republicans, we have to go after them. Well, we need to pack the courts. Abolish uh, the filibuster. Let them do it. They're fucking that's crazy. The, that's the minority. That's the extreme. It's not the minority. That's the extreme. It's not the minority. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. I'm telling you. I'm telling you it isn't. Well, then we're going to find out. See, don't base your opinion on those people. Those people are not... It's not on those people. It's on the... It's on the broad... Low information voters were very upset Donald Trump wasn't impeached. Who cares about them? They're what the Democrats think give them power. But everyone else is watching. People who understand, understand. And they, and it won't get as bad as we believe it can get until those people choose to allow that and they have, they have not chosen that yet. I don't like that you're being the... The sunny one tonight? Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I'm ready to go here. I'm so pissed. <laughs> Which, oh, by the way... Wait, so let's change gears. Well, what do we want to change gears to? Because what I was about to say is we actually have to start, I have to start, not we. I have to be very careful on this podcast as okay. we go forward. Yeah. 
Because this, these next, this next month for me is very crucial to my future, and I'm, I'm very excited. Like over the next month, I'm, I'm gonna really work hard to put together my Survivor audition tape. I don't know if they do background checks and they find this podcast and they're like, we can't let this fucking guy go on Survivor. Do I have to host a podcast alone if you get selected? Yeah, for 46 days. That's a lot of episodes. It's like five episodes. Wow. Is that more than five It's more than... It's like six or seven episodes. So, that's what I want to talk about. (laughs) I want to talk about me going on to Survivor. I would wish you luck. I just burped into the mic. I could have turned my head. I chose not to. I'm very excited for the opportunity to even, like, attempt to do it. I'm scared. Like, I'm, I'm already scared about, like, getting selected and then being, like, I'm trying to think of the closest it. you've ever been to something like Survivor. Do you remember when you were 10 years old and Nothing. left alone at home for, like, two hours and the Jehovah's Witnesses knocked on the door? Yeah, but I was also 10. I'm, like, 26 now. What happened? It's very different. I was very scared of the Jehovah's Witness. What'd you do? I hid behind a couch. You weren't ten. I was probably twelve. <laughs> but I hid. I'll admit it. I was scared. You hid. Yeah. Which, by the way, duck and cover. Again, this. But this is the whole point. <laughs> this is why I need to go on Survivor. What I found out in my therapy is that all those moments in my life, like things like that, my when I would play catch with against the step. And have to go near the door every time a car drove down the street. All of that was my anxiety as a child. Well, you, have, you had an intense fear of being kidnapped. I had an intense fear of a lot of things. I have an intense fear of being on Survivor. And I'm going to face it by going on to Survivor. Which I think would be the greatest challenge to my anxiety of all time. What if it thunders and lightnings I'm gonna before panic. you build the I'm shelter? Gonna, I'm going to fucking panic. <laughs> And probably, like, there's going to be a moment where, like, I'm just alone crying in the jungle. But that's part of Survivor, man. You got to get through that shit. I mean, I'd wish you luck. But so far, the people I have told. Yeah. You want to know what the genuine reaction I've been getting is? You could do it. Not that I could do it. Like, oh, that makes sense. You have a good look. You can, Yeah, like, go for it. That excites me. There you go. It's not like people are like, this guy's crazy. They're like, go for it. What's your audition tape going to be like? So here's my idea. You tell me if you like it. I, I got to work on the script for it. And then I want to have you like look at it and kind of workshop it a little bit. Because I trust your writing style. But my idea is it's going to kind of be broken into parts. But it's going to start with like me sitting down at a, in a chair... Giving like a little interview, self-interview, almost like a monologue of talking about why I should be on Survivor, why I would be a good Survivor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really play up the anxiety thing too because like I think that's – I legitimately think that's a huge part of it. And then as I'm going through like what I do and different things, it will have like cuts to other parts of my life. So I'm going to like have real life video of me doing my job and I'll have – people in my life like having videos of them being like i don't know if you could do it and then have other people be like you yeah you could do it it's just seeing people's real reaction to it so that's my idea for the video i'm gonna show off like my athleticism a little bit i'll show off that maybe i'll show off that i host a podcast but we should go hit dingers out in the at the fields 
Just do gym. I don't know, man. I'm trying to, I, I'm excited. Oh, all right. Well, I'll help you film it. I'm going to support you. Um, and I do think that you can do it. I think you're physically capable. I think you understand the game. I just think your mental, your mental capabilities in any activity you take on are your biggest obstacles. So if you can overcome them, I have no doubt you can succeed. If we're being really honest, though. Yes. I don't think I make it to the plane. <laughs> I can't, that go, takes I can't me fly. To the island. I can't fly. If I can make it to the island, I think I'm fine. All right. But I don't know if I can well, make it to the island. Just keep reminding you, you have to take the plane back as a loser. I know. So, like, if I'm going to go, I might as well win. Yeah. You know what's crazy about Survivor? What? Like, you don't know how it's going to go until you're there. And, like, I was, I'm watching a new, I just started a new season. And the guy on the season, like, nailed it. He said, the first time you come out here, there is so much unknown. Is it going to be too hot? Is it going to be too humid? Can I live on, on no food? How's my body going to react on low amounts of water? Like, these are the things you just don't know if you can physically do. And the only way to find out is just by fucking doing it. I think you can do it. But I, I already have my strategy, I think. Okay. I told this to Amanda. I can't believe no one has just had this strategy. Don't give it away, Survivor. I, I don't... It's not a giveaway thing. I could put it out there into the universe. It doesn't matter. If you win all the immunity challenges... I don't know if you know this. You can't go home. So no one's win. ever just tried to win all of them. Well, I'm sure they have tried. As a team, just win them all. And you then don't individually. Go home. And then individually, win them all. You cannot go home. It is a proven fact that would work. The problem is, there's a lot of different immunity challenges. So it takes, like, physical and mental capacity. But you know how people... Stuff. They kind of redo the same challenges over and over again. And, like, even when there's a new challenge, they all kind of depend on the same things. Like, can you hold your breath? Can you untie a knot? Can you... Do you have stamina to hold something steady? Do, can you balance? You know how people... Build like American Ninja Warrior courses in their backyard. You're gonna do that. I'm just gonna build survivor challenges. I mean, it is a hobby, I guess. <laughs> so I have a movie review. I just want to say one last thing about Survivor. Okay. When I win, I want an apology from everyone who said that. Then by everyone, I mean like just you. Ooh. That you think my my brain isn't capable i can't believe that's what you took away from what i just said to you no it's not but like that's the point it's like i'm trying to prove that like i'm gonna be mentally strong to i just said i supported you and everything anyway. and that the only thing i could possibly hand you hold you back are your anxiety but anyway what, All right, what wait, movie wait. okay did you watch do you remember the movie it's older uh, now i just burped that's okay this is the burping episode burps is gonna be in the title Burp, Survivor, and Impeachment. Amazing. Okay, wait. I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you clues until you guess the movie. Okay, this could take a while. That's okay. The year is two thousand. Is that the movie the year the movie came out? Or yes. the year the you movie can ask takes me place? any you can ask me any Alright. Both? I gave you the year. Okay. But is that the movie the year it came out? The year it came out. And you okay. can ask me anything else about the movie and I will just keep <laughs> giving you the answers until you guess what movie it is. 
Casablanca. Okay. No, don't. Is it an action movie? <laughs> it's not Casablanca. Yes, it's an action movie. Armageddon. No. Okay. Who's in the movie? Vin Diesel. Triple X. No. Ah, really thought it was going to be Triple X. The Chronicles of Riddick? Okay, but not the Chronicles of Riddick. The first movie in the trilogy. Which is, what? what's that movie called? Is it Doom? Not Doom. No. Uh, uh, what's, what's the first letter? P? I wasn't expecting a P. Penelope. No. Primrose. Nope. Pitch. Pitch. Fever pitch. Pitch black. Pitch black. I've never seen pitch black. Yes, you have. I have never seen pitch black. Yes, you have. Pitch black. This is the first one in the Chronicles of Riddick series. I didn't know that. 2000 sci-fi B-movie with Vin Diesel. It is probably... It's a cult film. There's definitely a decent following to the Chronicles of Riddick series. Um, But the first movie is the only movie that's really any good. The second two are fun if you like the first one, but for the most part aren't good movies. The first one is a legitimately good movie made on accident that they don't even really understand why it was so good as evident by the movies that came after it. What's it about? Vin Diesel is a an ex-convict who's been captured by a bounty hunter who has them traveling across space. Um, and on their journey to have Vin Diesel turned in for a large sum, their vessel crashes on a planet, and the bounty hunter, the survivors from the crash, and Vin Diesel all have to work together in order to hopefully survive the crash on the desert world. And I gotta say, it's not a great movie. Like, I'm not saying, okay, this movie's perfect. But, I mean, it's like a solid 7.5. When did you watch this movie? Oh, man, maybe Thursday or Friday? Wednesday? Thursday? Did you seek it out, or was it just on TV? I seeked it out. Because Chronicles of Riddick was on one of the streaming services, but I wanted to watch Pitch Black. And Pitch Black, you had to rent in order to watch it. So I never do that. I never rent movies. But it's been so long since I watched it. So I'm currently just, like, looking at pictures. Yeah. Vin Diesel is... He's a monster in this movie. Absolutely yoked out of his mind. Oh my god. It's crazy. He is... He is the epitome of man. He goes after it hard. And then the other thing is, like... It kind of just looks like Alien. I mean... Definitely... Every screenshot just looks like it could be from the movie Alien. It's so cool the way this movie is shot and the idea behind it and how they utilize practical effects mixed with the CGI that's available at the time. The movie still looks pretty good. It's fun. It's engaging. The story is simple, yet captivating. The characters and the acting are good and fun. And the whole time you're on the edge of your seat until the end. And then you're like, holy shit, I want to see more Riddick. Riddick is a great character. And then they give you two more movies to just enjoy that are kind of stupid. If but you are good. Guess, if you had to guess what year the last Riddick movie came out. 2013. It is 2013. I know when it came out. I know the Riddick series. I would have never guessed that there was a Riddick movie that came out in 2013. I'm a big Riddick fan. There's also the Chronicles of Riddick... Escape from Butcher Bay, I believe, was the video game that came out on the original Xbox. That game is a masterpiece of the original Xbox. It's one of the first really great movie 
video games of the modern video game era. You know what video game movie I always look back on very fondly? What? That I never played, but I watched you and someone else play it forever. What? The Matrix. Yeah, that game was fun. That game was awesome. I wonder if we can find that anywhere. That game was really fun. I'm sure we could emulate that somewhere. Speaking of video games, I bought another old video game that I now can review and tell people to go buy. That's on sale. That's a good value. That everyone has already bought. If you're looking... Not yes. for nothing. You should like start a blog that's just like, fun video games to buy the PlayStation Store for cheap. This game is on the PlayStation Store, on the PlayStation Store currently... For $6 and I believe 58 cents. You just went, blah. You know what that made me think of? What? Your video of Jesus Do the Robot. Do the Robot. Oh, no. Don't went, bring that up. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's still blah, out blah, there. Don't blah, bring blah, blah. that up. Don't bring that up. That is still out there. Um, the comments on that video were mean. <laughs> I don't blame them. That was a terrible video. They didn't like But you. that was such early YouTube. That is early YouTube. We should post that to deep into YouTube. No. It probably has been. I probably have, like, years ago. Alright, hold on, wait. What were we even saying? Oh, this game is currently $6.58 on the PlayStation Store. If you're looking for something to do, you can download it. There's a lot of content here. It's a pretty fun game. I know I'm late to the party. It got good reviews when it came out. It's called The Crew. It is a racing game. I put a few hours into it. I gotta say, I think it came out in 20... 15 or so it was like a launch title for the ps4 and the sequel's already been out for years the sequel didn't do anywhere near as well as the first one did the first one still's got a decent online community people are playing it right now i've gotten into some matches and played with people it's fun fun game i let you drive around you you got a feel for it yeah car customization leaves a little bit to be desired so far but i'm sure i'm gonna unlock more see and that's why i think just like Turning Grand Theft Auto, like, you can just play Grand Theft Auto as a racing game. Sure. There's enough in that game to, it is a full-on racing game. Grand Theft Auto's also cheap right now, but if you just wanted to buy and play a new racing game, if you've done Grand Theft Auto, you could buy the crew. Recommend it. Uh, maybe like, three out of three and point seven five mushroom blocks. Of power. What? That's my scale. That's my rating Mushroom scale. Mushroom blocks of power. Yes. Don't even know what that means. That's my new ratings for video games. Alright, so do we have any other topics we want to cover or do we kid them all? Uh, oh, I found the video. Oh no. <laughs> 1.4 thousand views. That's not that bad. There's only two comments. Which is annoying, because there were... There were more comments back in the day that were really mean. I don't like that they're just gone. The internet is no longer what it, you think it is. It's been completely rewritten. Not for nothing. I liked the internet better when it was this. Do you, how, do you not, if you had to guess how many years ago that was. I can guess how many years ago that was. That was 2006, probably. So. Well, it's not 2006. No? Very close, though. 2005? 2007. It's not that old. What do you mean not that old? It's only 13 years. That's pretty old. That's pretty old. I'm only 30. It's like half of your life ago. <laughs> it's like legitimately half of your life ago. Yeah, pretty much. Almost. Oh, do man. You regret it. If you go look up this video that we're talking about, 
Um, do you regret it? That video? No, it was fun. We had a good time. But that's what I'm saying, right? Like, that's what, that's what YouTube used to be. And what it should be. Yeah. It's like, you're hanging out with friends, and you're like, this is absolutely so stupid, dumb. but everyone can watch it. It's so dumb. Like, but we think it's funny. Let's put it online. See if other people think it's funny. No, people actually think you're, you're an asshole. You're an asshole <laughs> and are going to call you the F word. The mean F word. But, I mean, it's fun. Uh, if you go look it up, you'll know what we're talking about, but it's probably better that you don't. Okay. Hold on. Before we end this podcast, because we've talked about just random shit today, and I kind of like it. I'm having a lot of fun here. Um, when I moved back to New Jersey, I talked about I went snowboarding. As summertime rolls around, I really want to try to get into surfing. I haven't been playing Tony Hawk as much at, at all. I, I beat it. I kind of already stopped playing it. But it has reinvigorated my interest in like real skateboarding. I've been watching skate videos. Am I too old to try to like get good at skateboarding? Because I, I have this thought a lot about baseball. When I was younger and played baseball, I wasn't good at hitting. I was a great fielder. Because fielding was just reaction. There was no thinking involved. Hitting had a lot of thinking involvement. And I, I didn't... I was never there. But now I look back on it as as an adult, and I think my brain is better. And I'm like, I think I would have just been... I just didn't know things. It wasn't that I wasn't good. I just legitimately didn't know what I was doing, and no one, no one was able to communicate it the way I think it should have been. I kind of think the same way about skateboarding. When I tried to skateboard as a kid, I just didn't know what I was doing. Now as an adult, I'm like, oh, I, I can figure out how to make that work now. But I'm 26. If I break an ankle, I can't make money or do my job. So it's like, is it worth it to try to attempt to learn how to skateboard? I think it's always worth it to try a new hobby or to pick up things. I think that's always worth it. But I think you need to have realistic expectations as well. You can't go into it thinking like, can I get really good at this? No, like my like expectation a, is like, I mean, it's not. Can I go to a skate park that is going to be filled with like 14 to 17 year olds and not get made fun of? Can I do... That's my level of succeeding. Can I do a burial heel flip McTwist? No, like... like no, seriously. Into like, a manual grind? Like a really plain... My time. problem with anything that takes skill is how anyone with the skill to pos- possess the skills make it look so easy. You watch a professional skateboard or skateboard, it doesn't look like they're trying. Yeah. You watch a professional golfer golf? Man, not trying. It's easy. But it's not. I gotta say, I watched your swing that you posted on that TikTok. By the way, I didn't... Why is your TikTok called Man with the Robe or whatever? Because the first video I posted, I was wearing uh, snowboard goggles and I was wearing a brand new robe Amanda bought me. Did you think that you were going to just wear a robe in every video? I was like, this is going to be a thing. It's going to be hilarious. I'm just going to wear a robe in every video. And I quickly was like, that's dumb. But the name is just there now, so... Kind of just stuck with it. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, I was going to say, I was impressed with the swing you took. The baseball swing? Yeah. It was kind of cool, right? Right. I wish the first one I did, I wasn't recording it. I was just fucking around. So if you go on... And I striped it. If you go on Frank's TikTok, you could watch him really crack a... I don't even know what you did. Explain it. I was at a driving range hitting golf balls because I hadn't swung golf club in months. And I set up to it as if the ball was on a tee and I was playing baseball. 
And you just were whacking it. Yeah. Okay. I might try to do that on the course. <laughs> well, it's not going crazy. See, I, this is what I'm talking about with realistic expectations. Yeah, I, you know, I've talked about that with people. I live, my brain is in a constant state of delusion. <laughs> At least you admit it. No, oh yeah, 100%, I know. I see things in my, like, I don't just think, oh, I can, that'd be something to try. I think in my head, I would be better than that professional doing it if I tried it. I'm pretty sure there's a thing where, like, idiots overestimate their capabilities. That's me. To the point where, like, gets themselves hurt or injured. 100%. Alright, so we know you're an idiot. 100%. At least which, we can identify. Which is why I will go on Survivor overestimating my ability. <laughs> and die and, and die. <laughs> I'm like the first person to actually die on Survivor. Wow, we lost someone. It took 45 seasons, but we finally but you killed know what? the guy last, in Fiji. Last thing I'll say is I got in the car with the man. Oh, wait. Okay. Okay. So Amanda and I, this is going to be a long episode. Amanda and I went to the boardwalk today. And Valentine's Day, it wasn't super cold. Boardwalk was packed. The arcades were full. So we're in an arcade playing, and they have the deal or no deal game. So Amanda goes. She plays it. She did good. She did okay. And I went. I put on a clinic on how to play deal or no deal. <laughs> like, it was incredible. I was, I was legit, like, celebrating it. So I had a strategy going in. All of a sudden, I started to see this pattern. And I was, like, convinced I knew the case that had the the 250 prize, which is the second highest, because I already knocked out the highest. And I was like, okay, I know that it's in that case. And I just I was picking around it. I knew, I knew I had nothing in mind. So I was just waiting. By the time I get to the last deal, the deal was for, like, it was, like, for 200, I think, and the most I could win was 250, and my, the other option was seven. I was like, I'm going to take that deal because I know I ain't got it. I said, I got the So I take the deal. They reveal the case. And sure enough, I had originally picked the low amount. And what that proved to me is I'm pretty fucking smart. Because of deal or no deal at the boardwalk? Yeah, dude. Like, hey. I played I it so perfectly. You had to see it. Like, did you ever take the SAT? Yes. That didn't do it for you? Well, I didn't do well on the SAT. Okay. So, but deal or no deal at the Boardwalk Arcade? No, not that I'm like, it, what I said <laughs> was like, on average, yeah. people, mm-hmm. there's some really dumb people, there's some really smart people. Got it. Then you have like your average person. I gotta be on the above average side. Gotta be. Where do you think you fall? Way below average. No, seriously. Where do, you, where do you think your intelligence falls? On the I, average scale? To be honest, I... You're smarter than the average person. I don't know. I give everyone credit. Do you know how many people in this country fail out of fucking high school? That's okay. They might be smart. Street smart. I'm not street smart. I'll say that much. Like, some people are just really capable. I don't feel capable. You have life growing in a jar, man. It's pretty capable. <laughs> All I do is scoop dirt. <laughs> like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Alright. That's enough of this. Yeah, if you notice a sound difference this week, hopefully you did. We have two microphones now, so that's a what fancy if, What upgrade. if the sound is just horrific and, it's worse. and echoing? 
If it's worse, I don't care. Do we re-record it or do we just post it as is? Oh, we're not re-recording it. You can't recapture the magic. Oh my gosh! Wait, well, one last topic. See, we just keep going. Norm Macdonald, man. He's I've great. been watching Norm Macdonald highlights like crazy. Ah, every few years, I feel like I binge watch Norm Macdonald on YouTube until there's nothing left. Because he's find. a brilliant mind. Really is. I think he's been very influential on in me personally, and I don't even realize it. I think there's like a lot of people he's probably like that with. Like, he's <laughs> yeah, one of those people. Like, if you get his humor, which there are a lot of people that do, but there's a lot of people that don't. Yes. So, like, but if you get his humor and like it, it's gonna shape who you like, how you interact with people, the way your humor comes off. I because I've been listening to him now for fifteen years. Yeah. Like we were just talking about, like, when I'm making. Do the robot videos, I'm just, like, really getting into Norm MacDonald for the first time, probably. Like, watching that stand-up. Daniel Tosh at that time, too. Like, right? Like, the early 2000s? Next week, I want to settle the debate that we've had forever about who discovered Daniel Tosh. I'd like to finally put that to rest. I don't think it's important. You could have it. Perfect. Settled. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, I think we should play the catch-up. Play it.
Jesus do the robot. Do the robot. Jesus do the robot. <laughs>